Hello, hello, my fellow podcast people. Hope you're doing very, very well on this fine Friday afternoon or whatever day and time it is for you right now as you're listening to this podcast episode. I'm your host, as per usual, Azrin the Language Nerd. You can find me primarily on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and YouTube, but also secondarily whenever I feel like posting on TikTok and on Tumblr. My username on all these platforms is exactly the same. It is at polyglotazrin. That is spelled P-O-L-Y-G-L-O-T. AZ or Z, depending on your country, R-E-N. And welcome to another podcast episode. I'm very, very excited, as per usual, to be recording this one here. Man, this is a bit of a weird podcast. Literally, I'm sitting here on the ground in my room and directly in front of my face, there is a YouTube live stream running at the same time. And one thing for people who don't follow my YouTube, one thing I've been doing more and more of recently is just doing these long, long live streams of me going through my day-to-day life. So for example, I might just be sitting at home doing some boring administrative work, administration work. I might be recording a podcast like right now. I might be doing some language study. I might be in a language class. I might be whatever. I've just been doing more and more of these, you know, one hour, two hour, long, 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 quote unquote, pretty boring live streams, to be honest. These quote unquote live streams that are just showcasing the daily life, just kind of, you know, some of the more unexciting aspects of my life. When you look at other content pl- other content platforms that I use, such as Instagram or Facebook or, or the podcast, obviously, everything that I'm doing is stuff that the audience will potentially find interesting. For example, on Facebook, I post polls, I post little blog posts. On the podcast, I have interesting or insightful things to say. I'm sharing stories, right? But the the crazy thing is that I often find that it's the stuff that you're doing behind the scenes that drives the interesting things in front of the scenes. Or actually, let me reword that. I actually find that it's the boring things that you do behind the scenes that drive the interesting things that are happening in front of the scenes. And I've been doing I've been making these 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 quote unquote boring live streams on YouTube where I'm documenting or displaying or showing some of the quote unquote boring behind the scenes because I think it's interesting to show it. I think it's important to show that, hey, look, when people are doing good work, when people are putting out podcasts, when people are putting out videos, when they're when they're writing these great blog posts, when they're when they're making films, when they're doing whatever they're doing that you enjoy watching or you enjoy consuming, there's so much work and there's so much stuff that's happening behind the scenes that we don't even think about. Often we don't even think about it. We go, we watch the movie, we watch the show and we go, wow, that was really good. And we don't stop to think that, wow, there's a lot of stuff that happened behind the scenes to support that or to create that. And I kind of just want to display it. I want to have it on record so that it's there. And there's no question that, yes, there's a bunch of stuff that's happening behind the scenes to drive the the stuff that's happening in front of the scenes, if that makes sense. The other thing that's kind of interesting for me is that I like to look back at, at things that I did in the past. So a good example of this would have been, I think maybe three weeks ago, something like that. I stumbled across this assignment that I did way back in 2004, if I remember correctly. And it was basically like an autobiography kind of assignment. So basically in 2004, I was in school and we did this assignment where we had to talk about and write about and create a project around the key moments of our life. What was important? What wasn't important? What did we believe? Et cetera, et cetera. 
and I was reading some of the stuff and it was just cool. It was just cool to be like, wow, that's what I was like back in 2004. Because we forget. There's so many days and moments and things that are happening in our life, in our lives that we forget a lot of, a lot of stuff from our past. And to be honest, I think it's just going to be really interesting to have all this documented on my YouTube and, and, and on my different social media platforms so that in the future, the same way that I could go look back and watch home videos on like VHS tapes, it'd be cool to be able to look back at some of my YouTube live streams and look back at, you know, my Instagram posts and these podcasts and all sorts of different things. So these live streams, although they are, you know, I realize they're long and they're boring and they're hard to watch and the viewership on them is like absolute garbage like <laughs> like in comparison to podcasts and like some of the shorter videos and different things I post like there's a very small number of people who watch the live streams but that being said I do think it's interesting like I, 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 I do like I think about people that I follow right like I think about youtubers or I think about um you know, I think about like Gary Vaynerchuk's a guy I follow. I think about um, even as people I don't follow, but have interesting that do interesting work, such as certain actors, certain singers. If they did live streams where they're literally just practicing stuff or working on things, or they're literally just showing their day to day life, which, by the way, often is more boring than what we might think. I would totally watch. I wouldn't watch every single time. I wouldn't watch every single minute, but I would definitely go and watch some because it's interesting, right? It's cool to see what they're up to. Um, and so I want to just put that out there, obviously, so that other people can watch my process and see my process of how I do things, how I'm getting things done. What is my life? What does my behind the scenes life look like? You know, show a lot of that. So kind of a weird sort of start to the podcast, kind of a weird scenario that I'm in. I'll be real. I'm in a little bit of a different headspace since there's like a live streaming camera in front of me. Um, it's just in a very different kind of headspace than what I'm normally recording podcasts. And to be honest, I'm curious to see what effect that has on this podcast, if any at all. Now, um, I want to talk about a couple of different things that are language learning related. First and foremost, I've been pushing this on my Instagram and my Snapchat and my YouTube today already, but it's something I want to bring to the podcast because I had a breakthrough with it earlier today, and I think it can help a lot of you as well. I think it can be very useful to look back at old resources that you used to use when practicing or studying languages, to look back at them every six or every nine or every 12 months. In other words, if you've been, if you've been doing consistent practice or consistent study with whatever language, look back at the old resources that used to be challenging for you, because that can be an excellent kind of indication or benchmark of how you have progressed in that language. Because here's the thing about language learning, right? When we're learning languages, it is so, it's just so easy. It's so easy to get lost in our process, get lost in our studies, get lost in whatever we're doing to learn in our practicing and not notice how much we've progressed because we don't feel it, right? Every day we get 0.2% better and so what happens is that when you've moved 5% forward, you might not have felt the 5% because of how slowly you chipped away at it. It's not like one day you woke up and suddenly you're just like really, really good. It was like slowly but surely you chipped away. And so until you've made a really significant improvement, it's difficult. It can be difficult rather 
to notice the improvements that you have made. And so looking back at old resources that you used to use is just a good measuring stick. It's a good yardstick. It's a good way to kind of see where are you now in comparison to before. So me earlier, I was eating lunch, um, some delicious curry made by grandma, yum. Um, and I'm eating lunch and I stumbled across, you know, this old stand-up comedy routine that I watched in Gujarati probably for the first time early this year, like Mar January, February, kind of in there, maybe March. And I watched it for the first time around that time frame. And when I watched it for the first time, I think it was, I probably understood 40%, 50%, I would say less than 50% for sure. This time around, when I, when I was watching it, it was cool to see that it wasn't that hard to understand. I was understanding 75%, heck, maybe even more than 75%. And I was like, whoa, less than a year. And already I am, you know, I'm already so much more ahead on that, um, you know, already so much more ahead on my listening comprehension, my vocabulary, my etc. and Gujarati. And I was like, whoa, that's super duper cool. And it was a big kind of motivation boost. I was like, yes, I've made some progress, this, that, the other thing. And so this is something I would highly recommend for all of you. Now, changing gears a little bit, I wanna to go to a slightly different language learning topic. I um, mean, this is going, something that's more kind of in my personal life, but I think you guys can probably relate, kind of relate to it. Oh no, we had a slight problem here. Oh no, oh no, there's a slight problem. My Wi-Fi has cut out for some reason. Oh no, I hope it comes back. Anyway, it is what it is. My live stream stopped, but anyway, not a big deal. Um, so here's the thing, kind of a personal thing that I've been thinking about is the following. Um, so what is that noise? There's some weird noise in the background. Do you guys hear that? Okay, anyway, personal thing, which is related to language learning is that I, have been kind of switching my language focus lately. So lately, you know, in the past, I've been quite focused on Mandarin. I went from a switch from Gujarati to studying more Mandarin, right? I kind of went through that kind of switch, if that makes sense. Um, but now, but now I find I'm getting way more into Gujarati. That, that pendulum, the pendulum is swinging back kind of in the other direction, which is just interesting. It just kind of fascinates me and I find it really just interesting. Okay, what the heck is going on in my house? I hear like phones. Do you guys hear that? There's like phones ringing. There's like this in the background. I don't know what the heck that is, but anyway, not a big deal. Yeah, it's just interesting to watch that pendulum of interest swing back and forth between different languages. And it just kind of fascinates me. Anyway, we're going to end this podcast here. Uh, I know it's slightly shorter than normal, but I'm hearing weird sounds in the background. My uh, my internet's cut for some reason, which is confusing me. And now I'm just really distracted, not in the right headspace for this. So thanks for watching or rather listening to this very short podcast episode. And we will talk later. Bye for now, guys. See you.